Hello everybody, welcome back. We are here, we have our first three in-studio guests. We're really excited, you guys. We also have a name change. Uh, we are not going to be called the Cousins Cast anymore. We are going to be called the Game Chat. Woo. That is what we're going with. Um, we decided that the Cousins Cast, there's already a couple cu Cousins Casts on Spotify. So we just decided that it would it would be simpler for our listeners, simpler for us to just go with a, a name that hasn't been used yet. So we have three in-studio guests. As I mentioned, these are our first three in-studio guests. Um, first is our third roommate. He has been my roommate for two years now from Modesto, California. Um, he's dropped 45 points in a uh, junior high <laughs> basketball game. Um, yeah, pretty say? much what a stud. Uh, this is Brandon Williamson. Brandon. How's it going, everybody? We are hoping we get Brandon on the show a little more. He's a busy man, but uh, we we talk sports all the time in our room. So, uh, yeah, he'll be on from, from time to time. Uh, we also have my little brothers. We have the middle brother of the Morgan family. We have... The man who has dislocated his knee a total of four times. Four. Wow. wow. We have Cole Morgan. Great what to be guy. here. What a guy. Great to be here, Cole <laughs> says. Yes, this is, if you uh, have any questions about injuries, the, the, that's the I just got a text from Ryan Stroop, actually. Oh. Crutches. Hey. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Shout so, out Ryan Stroop. <laughs> Shout out. I don't know if we give out free shout outs. No. no. This is not, you're not giving out free ads. No free ads. Ryan Stroop did get a shout out. Shout out. No more. No more. We have the youngest bunch of the Morgans. You've probably heard his voice before you actually see him. <laughs> it is Reed Morgan. Reed. What is up, guys? Reed, welcome <laughs> to the show. Um, so, yeah, Cole and Reed are visiting Boise. They are on midwinter break, and they, they are visiting Boise. They've been here for more than, I think, a little more than 24 hours. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, and they're going to be here till, till Sunday. So when, when Cole and Reed come, it's, it's a lot of fun because we... We get to just show them around Boise. We get to kind of just show them our day-to-day -day lives here at Boise State University. Um, and I want to ask Colin Reed, just kind of like, what is your guys' opinions on the campus? What do you guys think about the city? Like, because you guys have been, we, we went to some other colleges. We've, we've been on a couple of college tours. What do you guys like about, about Boise? Um, what I really like about it is, like, it's a big town, but you got your own little section for the campus. Like yeah. you feel like you're in a college town, but you're also in a big city too, and it's just nice like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. I just love the I love the landscape of like Boise, just open, flat. You know, mountains and in the back, just it's a beautiful city. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I thought we we kind of give because most of our listeners are are from like Seattle area. So I thought we would give them kind of like. What are our favorite things to do, and where do, like what do we like to eat? Because that's a big thing. We always got to. So, things to do. We what did we do yesterday? Um, and today we today we went to the Peregrine per, Peregrine Fund. Peregrine Fund. Um, it's this like bird place where they take birds that are kind of like endangered and and uh, help breed them and 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 then send them out in the wild that's been really cool my our dad yeah. chad morgan he gets free shout out so shout out chad uh, <laughs> chad. chad is a big Long birder uh derek smith also shout out derek smith out derek. i don't know if he listens but but shout out derek smith he's a big birder and and yeah so it's been chad kind of kind of knew about that before and and we've been up there a couple times now and and that's actually it's actually pretty fun we, we enjoy doing that um if you get the chance come down for a football game because our football games are for a sure. lot of fun but yeah, for sure yeah. yeah yeah the atmosphere that's like when we visit in the fall that's a big highlight yeah football for sure games. for sure football games are a lot of fun we also axe throwing i think we're doing axe throwing tomorrow saturday because we're recording this on friday night but uh yeah that that's that's a lot of fun they, they kind of have that all over they do. It's kind of exploded. Do they have it in, in California? Yeah. They have it in Seattle. I think Axe is a big thing, but everybody yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so uh, the rest of the show, we're kind of just going to go over some some news around sports. It's most – actually, it's all football. I guess we can – yeah, it's all football. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we're going to do one of – something that I'm actually really excited to do. We're going to do a NFL restart draft. We'll explain a little more when we get to that. And then at the end of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about The Bachelor. Yeah. Do some Bachelor yeah. talk. All right. So a couple NFL news and notes. Um, they 
The NFL is their CBA collective bargaining agreement is up at the is it at the end of next season or is it is it already up? It's this season. It's at so so it's like up right now. Like mm-hmm. the, okay, they're, they have they're to agree on a new one right now. Like before next season. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, and so the owners have proposed a new playoff format. Uh, and so according to the, the ESPN article that came out on it, it is going to be seven teams in each conference instead of six. So add an extra team. Um, if that was last season, the extra teams would be the Rams and the Steelers would get in. Um, and instead of two teams getting by, there will be one team with a bye. Um, and something that I found interesting while reading this article is that those players will get postseason pay for that bye week, mm-hmm. which is different than the last CBA, which I thought because players get extra money for playing in the postseason. And what I think is cool is the NFL pays every player the same amount um, for each round that you move on. Uh, Brandon, how much do they get right now? What's the... Right now, for the wild card round, they get $28,000. So 28, each each player from every team will get $28,000 in extra, extra money. Gotcha. Plus oh. incentives on their contract. Yeah, so. for sure. So that, that that's another thing. But I was, I was a little bit surprised when I heard that the players on the teams that get buys don't get paid for that week. And you, like you, that, I, I guess you, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I can definitely see from the player side where they're like, Hey, like mm-hmm. that's our, like we're, we're the best team. We should be getting paid too. Like just because you guys are forcing us not to play this week, especially for like the special teams players who aren't getting paid that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These playoffs. What's yeah. the, what does the winning team, the Super Bowl winning team, how much? Hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars. Wow, per player. Money. That's got, wow. yeah. Especially uh, he said special teams players. That's like a big motivator. Oh, yeah. like, oh that's they, that's almost their contract. I mean, not big time. That's like half their it's contract. Half a season. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, they. That's like add it all up. It's like two fifty, two hundred fifty grand mm-hmm. uh, for the postseason. Yeah. So your 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 team makes a little run. That's that's a lot of a lot of cash. So the the big highlight I think out of this new playoff format is that there'd be six games on Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. That would be awesome. Wildcard weekend is already one of like the coolest rounds, coolest weekends in in all of the year. Like weekends mm-hmm. in sports oh, is yeah. wildcard weekend. And have three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday yeah. would be crazy. The race for the number one seed would be crazy. I mean, right now you have just the teams trying to play for the bye mm-hmm. is, is crazy. Oh, yeah. And now if there was only one seed for each conference, um, I think that'd be... Uh, you know what I think is interesting is that if it was this year, there would have been three teams from the NFC West in the, in the playoffs, and I think that's yeah. that's something that it, it is very interesting to look mm-hmm. at. Oh, we are very pro-NFC West. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Ripped to my Niners, but it's okay. <laughs> Brandon is a 49ers fan, just so everyone knows. Um, if we hear a little... He, it'll be good because he'll balance out the Seahawks bias in yeah. the room, yeah. I think. So, um, And then also, they have proposed... So, so that... New playoff format would take if if it gets approved by the players would take effect next season. So that would be crazy. Um, and then also in twenty twenty one they have proposed a seventeen game regular season. You might be thinking it's already seventeen. Well, they only play sixteen games. So add an extra game in the regular season and take one away from the preseason. So it'd be three preseason games, uh, which in my opinion, honestly. Sorry? No buy. There would still be buys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they get a buy, just mm-hmm. just an extra, extra. Instead of a preseason game, they get a regular season game. Oh, okay, okay. So, in my opinion, the less preseason, the better. Because mm-hmm. I honestly, I hate when people say football's back and it's preseason NFL. Because <laughs> yeah. that's not true. That's true. Um, but the players are still hesitant about that. Which, to me, just makes... I, I, I mean, I guess I get it with, like, injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they... A one extra week of regular season games for the NFL makes a lot of money. Um, just for the league, the TV deals. Contracts could be bigger. Contracts. It's It would be insane. And players are still held. I believe J.J. Watt uh, tweeted about it. He What, what did he, Brandon has he, a tweet? He pretty much said, heck no. I don't yeah. Know. He didn't really go into like what he thought about it, but he definitely is against it already. So it looks like we could have a long road ahead of us. Yeah, and I saw, I think Richard Sherman said something about it right back. It's... It's uh, that was that was surprising to me just to see their immediate reactions uh, were no. One thing um, I thought would be interesting is add a eight, do an eighteen week, do an eighteen week, add a couple more weeks and then add another bye week. I think that would be a lot buys. more a lot more interesting. Yeah. And then I mean you're still getting more football, but you get two weeks off instead of the one week. 
that. Yeah, and you, I guess you could take away another pre. The big thing about those preseason games is that it's giving a lot of guys that aren't already on teams a lot of chances, yeah, and I think that's what the I think that's what the players are trying to go try to go for too is like giving those guys more opportunities to make yeah. teams because a lot of those guys are close. So mm-hmm. and they're It'll still they're still making money off like preseason games. Like people, I mean, we went to Seahawks preseason game this year, and they're still like and the tickets are pretty expensive, and people still go to them. So yeah, definitely, they're, I, like, and they're on much. they're on TV, I guess. I think I just think for a, for a for a fan of the NFL. Um, preseason just isn't the most entertaining. I'd rather watch a preseason NFL game than an MLB regular season game. <laughs> there you go. It's a problem in itself. Uh, next piece of news that we have is Greg Olson is now a Seattle Seahawk. Now, this, this isn't huge news nationally, but... Um, and honestly, it might not be even huge news for Seahawk fans, um, depending on the way you look at it. But it is something we can talk about. Um, personally... I don't know if this matters a whole lot. I think they kind of are doing it because Will Disley is very injury prone. Um, I don't even think they're sure if he's going to be back for the start of next season. So it might just be nice to have someone with Jacob Hollister as as another tight end. And if all three of those guys are healthy, um, that's not th- those are not bad, three bad tight ends. Um, he's I, a good veteran like presence there in the locker room. Yeah, I think he's obviously he's friends with Russell Wilson. They they've were uh, talking to each other before he got signed. I think at like the Oscars or something. Yeah. I don't know. They took a picture they took together. A picture, yeah. So yeah. Greg Olson can still play. Yeah. So yeah, and I'll tell you, as a Niners fan, like looking at it from the outside, and I like, I think it's a great sign for them. I really do because, I mean, Russell Wilson's so good with their tight ends, and mm-hmm. I mean, he's always burnt us with the tight end. And like Hollister had a good game, so it'll be interesting. And I think if Greg Olson can stay healthy, that it'll be a big help for them. For sure, for sure, I totally agree with that, and I think the one-year deal also. I think it's smart. Yeah, I, I, and it's low risk. It's like if it doesn't pan out, if he gets hurt, it's like whatever. If you combine okay. the two injury-prone tight ends, you might get a full season. There you yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a good way to think. I about mean, it. yeah, we had a what was Jacob Hollister, backup fullback or something like that. So you like, and Russell used him so much. So like, I, I think adding someone like Greg Olson can have huge upside for this team. You know. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we'll we'll see how that that plays out for the Seahawks. The other big piece of NFL news is former offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns. He was the number two overall pick by the Rams, I think, in 2015. Um, he played the last two seasons for the Browns, but they said they were not going to re-sign him already this season. He was caught in El Paso, Texas, with get this, 157 pounds of marijuana oh. in the back of his car. There was also another player former named Quan, yeah, former Auburn player named Quan Bray. He had played um, a couple seasons, I think, with the Colts, but he's, he hasn't been in the NFL for a couple seasons. But yeah, he was caught with 157 pounds of marijuana in the back of his car. Um, if convicted, he will face up to 20 years in federal prison. That was, I mean, it's not huge <laughs> news, like. NFL wise, like for just for the NFL, I mean, like playing, it doesn't have a huge impact because Greg Robinson just isn't a very good player. Hasn't panned out a pretty big bust as the number two overall pick. Did, didn't he get suspended for stepping on a guy's arm yeah. in the first game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in such a good position in all life. How much this becomes? Isn't there some stab about how much like money he made from if if he was ever to sell that? Like it's he, like he more than his contract than he made like during his time That's in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, the street value of, mm-hmm. of the marijuana was more than he's <laughs> made. Yeah, I mean, 157 pounds is it's a lot. Think about it. I mean, there's people you see every day that aren't even 157 pounds. Kyle yeah, Murray's it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that was kind of make big big news around the NFL and. It'll be interesting to see if he he ends up getting convicted of, I think like, is is it a felony? Is twenty? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Well, depends on what state. Actually, yeah, that's crazy. If he was like in a legal state, he still gets arrested for that, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, All right, we are going to take a short break, and we'll come back, and we are going to get to the main part of our our podcast with the NFL redraft. All right, we are back. We are going to do. An NFL restart mock draft. So this is, this is. I'm I'm actually really excited about this. This is something that me and Cole mostly have been talking about for like 
years. Our walks to Jamba Juice. Every yeah, day. we would um, we would talk about this for a, for for. I mean, we've been just talking about this for a long time, and so basically the scenario that we've kind of set up is that something happens. Maybe they add like six expansion teams or something. Something crazy happens in the NFL to where every player is a free agent. Every player has been thrown into a draft pool and the NFL is going to totally restart and they are going to, everyone has to draft 53 players and it, it starts over. Um, and so this is, you know, it's, it's kind of popular like on Madden, you, you restart, you do a fancy redraft on Madden franchise. Um, but Bleacher Report actually came out with an article two years ago um, and I was, I was kind of looking around doing some research for this and I found the Bleacher Report article and it was interesting to me, the first 18 picks were quarterbacks. Um, and at first, that you know that number's like pretty surprising, but you, you think about it, you just, the NFL, the way it's set up, quarterback is probably the most important position in all of sports. Oh yeah. And you just, you need a quarterback to succeed. Touches the ball every play. Exactly. And so the, and this is, this was in 2018. So the first 18 picks were quarterbacks. Um, Aaron Donald was the first non-quarterback selected that that makes sense he's he, he's a stud um but that again that was two years ago um so he's not a back-to-back defensive player of the year but um some other notable picks from that from that bleacher report article jared goff was the fifth overall pick um tom brady was six drew Brees was seven Derek carr was eight that 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 little five six seven eight stretch just was like i was like that is nowhere even close to right now um, crazy, crazy what two years can do. For for real, for real. Um, that just shows you kind of how fast ML or the NFL um, moves. The other surprising pick, Patrick Mahomes, was number thirty, and this was before he had even played a snap in the NFL. Actually, I think he he had played like week seventeen <laughs> the season before, but he had never started, and so that that really surprised me mm-hmm. that he was um number 30 but also it's like he would he's the hands down number one pick right now someone saw something then yeah so and then the number one pick back then was aaron Rodgers. which i think Um, is fair i think yeah for sure he's he's yeah um he's been around for for a while and he's yeah so that that was fair for number one but for our draft we are just going to do three rounds we are required to take one quarterback and two players of any position so position of your choice the we did we did a the draft order on just a randomizer and cole has a number one patrick pick. mahomes <laughs> patrick, <laughs> yeah that's pretty, pretty safe uh reed with the number two brandon with a third pick eli with the fourth and jack myself with the last pick and we're gonna do a snake draft so i'll have two picks and then the final pick uh cole already picked patrick mahomes that's Probably as sure as you're gonna get. Yeah, I mean, he can throw the ball thousand yards. He's Super Bowl champion. He can do anything with the ball. He can run. He can throw. He's best player hands down right now. Yeah, I don't. Is he 24? 24. Yeah. 24. 24. Yeah, that's old. crazy. Yeah, ten more years at least. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he's like five years older than we are. Yeah. He's doing. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Reed, number two. I'm gonna take Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. This might be a little Seahawk biased. I mean, I I think he's the second best quarterback and second best player. But um, yeah, I mean, you look at his stats over the past three, four years. I mean, he's um, he he's doing this without much weapons around him this year. I mean, DK Metcalf obviously, I think he's a stud. But I mean, it's his rookie season. We got Jacob Hollister's our tight end. wasn't too special, and like I I just think he. He took us to the playoffs, and he took us, I mean, beat the Eagles by himself, basically, and I don't know. I think he's my second-best player. Yeah, so Russell Wilson goes off the board. And before we get to Brandon's pick, it was funny to me while doing research to this, Patrick Mahomes is the number one pick, no-brainer. I think everyone in this room would take Patrick Mahomes. And then the funny thing is, Russell Wilson, I think, is so far in second place, it's like, Everyone would have taken Russell Wilson. Yeah, that really, it was really like not even a question. It's like, oh, yeah. all right, now we get to the the, the juicy stuff um, with picks three and beyond. It could go any direction, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes one and Russell Wilson two were were no brainers. So we have Eli or Brandon, Brandon. then Eli. <laughs> so Brandon. 
See, the, and I think most people would think like go quarterback, go quarterback, you know. And um, but I feel like at the at the three spot, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are still questionable, and I feel like there's no one I can take here where I'm just comfortable. Like, wow, that's my quarterback for the future. So I decided to go with Christian McCaffrey, yeah. and I and I go <laughs> Christian McCaffrey because this man's 23 years old, and look what he's doing. Like sure. people don't realize that. Like people think he's older, but he's 23 years old. This dude just ran for a thousand yards and received a thousand yards. If you can give a running back that received for a thousand yards, you know how much of a help to your quarterback that is. Just a little dump off option. Yeah. I just feel like this is a no brainer for me, and I feel like Christian McCaffrey is like a great, great element to a team. Yeah, I, I thought he's the no brainer number one on quarterback. Um, yeah. Kind of sucks that he's a running back. Like running backs just tend to not have um, as long of a lifespan in yeah. the NFL. Yeah. But yeah, twenty. I was shocked I when I saw twenty three years old. Yeah. Um, Can I add I, something to his pick real quick? Yeah. This to like put in perspective his thousand yard receiving, Tyler Lockett received for, for a thousand and fifty seven yards this year, and arguably he was like the best wide receiver on our roster, best leading catcher, mm-hmm. and so if you have that out of the backfield, I mean, you're set. You're it's amazing. It, it really so is amazing. it's, I think that's a no great. That's a great pick. No he's great. he's had forty career touchdowns in mm-hmm. in three years. Yeah. That's also crazy. Over five thousand four hundred total yards in three seasons. In is it Joe Burrow twenty three? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's a good and, thing I, and I think, like, a big emphasis for me would be offensive line. You put a good offensive line in front of him, he can only do better. Yeah, for, for, sure. yeah, for real. For sure. Um, Eli. What's up, man? Hey. Um, fourth overall pick. <laughs> Where are you going? I, you know, I'm not going to go with quarterback either. All right. For the, basically the same exact reason that Brandon just said. But um, I actually, I'm going to say Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Wow. Yeah, and I I mean, I haven't been in the football game for that long, but I drafted him in the fantasy draft, and I let him go. Actually, no, I didn't. I used him in a trade, which, yeah, that's a different story. But pretty much every time, I did, every game that I didn't have him, I just looked at him, and I was like, man, I wish I had him. And he, uh, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say he's as, I think because Chris McCaffrey's way better, obviously. I think everyone would. But, like, he, Derrick Henry's a beast. He's an absolute beast. He's big, but he's fast, and... Um, he just turned 26 years old. Yeah. That's not He's the Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that was, yeah, I think, and uh, that surprised me a little bit. We haven't really gone over who's, who's picking who. Um, but a lot of people, you know, they say you need to have quarterbacks to win in the postseason. He won them. Yeah, he yeah. carried. He won them two games in the postseason. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. arguably two of the best teams in the playoffs. You beat the best quarterback you ever. Best yeah. be- go. You beat MVP. Tom Brady. Yeah, and then you beat MVP. Like, he basically got hands down. He was their offense. People people thought the Ravens were going to run over people in the playoffs. Yeah. And he yeah. came out and he silenced them. And yeah. it, he, he can it control so the game impressive. so well. For sure. If you yeah. haven't seen his workout videos, go check them out. Because yeah. it is, it is yeah. so impressive. Yeah. He's, I, he's I will say, the only downside is I hate his hair. <laughs> I love your downside. It's like it's yeah, like it's like, it's like a it's not a good like a, for the team. It's like a it looks like a root of a tree like sticking <laughs> out the back of the head. Yeah, it is weird, but I'm but waiting for someone to grab it. He's very <laughs> identifiable. When you see that runner, you see his little like tail sticking out. You're like, oh, it's Derek Henry. But yeah, he's a beast. Great pick. Yeah, he's not Derek. Now we get to Jack. Um, so I get two picks. I'm at the turn. Um, so with with the fifth pick. I'm going to take Quentin Nelson. Good pick. Guard for the Indianapolis Colts. Quentin Nelson is 22 years old. He is a two-time first-team All-Pro lineman. Um, And these are probably the two most staggering stats I saw. He had three penalties all last year. Three holding calls. No false starts. He had three holding calls. Um, That was insane to me. And probably the most impressive stat is that he did not allow a single sack. Um, most people think of him as just a run blocker, and he did not allow a sack. Um, so Quentin Nelson, he's 22, so he's going to be around for, I mean, hopefully 15 years, 10 to 15 years at least. Um, yeah, he's going to be my stud leading up front. And then, man, I... Can I talk about Quentin Nelson for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, interior linemen tend to last a long, like a long time in the NFL, and I feel like like he is just he's something else. He really is. Like yeah. he's taking these veterans and he's manhandling mm. them. And I feel like, I feel like if you want to start a team, one of the most important things is to protect your quarterback, have a good run game, you know. And he it's a great start. That's a great pick. That would for sure definitely took my second round pick. So nice pick. Yeah, if you put a decent running back behind that, 
I mean, you're set. I mean, we got some running backs who've made, literally made their careers off of having good offensive linemen. Like, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, when he had a great no, offensive exactly. lineman, or a good offensive line, he played outstanding. Think about what Saquon would do with a good offensive line. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's crazy. Great pick. Now, this is pro. Man, I have. I literally have, like. Nine other guys on my on my document right now, and <laughs> probably like five others off the top of my head that I could go with. That are just there's so many good young players, like impact young players in the league right now. So I'm like a little bit mad that I have this fifth pick, and then eventually I have to take a quarterback. So I think the guy that I'm gonna go with. I want to go defense, but I think I'm gonna stay offense. I'm gonna go with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is 26 years old. He just came off 149 receptions. Um, NFL season, single season record. He's averaging almost 12 yards a catch. He had 1,725 yards last season. I think just, I, I want, I want, I love having that guy on the outside um, <coughs> that can really just control a game. Um, I mean, if he's, He's 150 catches is insane, and just to have a guy like that that you can trust on the outside, uh, I know he's got Breeze thrown to him, but I, I really think he can make it any any quarterback look good, and I think that's important to me. Uh, there's many other guys I could have chosen, and man, I, I I just I couldn't honestly I could not pick a defensive player. There was like a couple that I was going through, and I I would I had my mind set on one, and then I look at some of the other guys and be like, ah, oh, so I'm just gonna go with Michael Thomas. All right, now we're going to go over to Eli. All right, I, uh, I'm i also going to go with the receiver. Um, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, right. he he's, what did I say, 25? 25 years old. Yeah, that's pretty young. I mean, I didn't think he was old, but that's a little younger than I thought. But um, I mean, he's got wheels. I remember that one play. I don't remember who they were against, but um, they're – they their running back had the ball. I can't remember who it was. All I can remember is Tyreek Hill catching up to their running yeah, back. Damian Williams running down the Damian left side. He was probably had a twenty yard gap between him and Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill caught him. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, the man could go to the Olympics and and do full sprints and probably. Yeah. Beat and he's wearing himself. full pads. Yeah, it's I, impressive. I, I, I want to really see is. him. I want to see him do that without one. His, his high school track videos are tremendous, I and mean, he yeah. is just blowing past people. It's pretty cool. Yeah. My only the one thing is though he's not like super tall. He's, no, he's no. not. He's not like a huge. But he goes and gets jump balls if you watch him. He jumps pretty high for him too. Yeah. yeah, and so I think, yeah, I think that was a pretty good choice. Okay, for my next pick, I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. Um, yeah. People, I mean, I could throw a lot of stats at you, and they're going to sound very mediocre, but the, the bottom line is I think Carson Wentz is a winner, and I feel like if you put the right people around him, I think he's going to do what he needs to do to get your team wins, and I think he's going to do what he needs to do to get your team in the playoffs. And I feel like Carson is a big guy, a big quarterback, he, uh, you put weapons around him, and I feel like he's just going to go to work. And I thought about Deshaun Watson, you know, but, I mean, I think Carson has more experience, and if he can stay healthy, I think he's got a bright future in our league. So, How old is Carson? 27 years old. 27. The only, I guess, the only thing I have to say about um, Carson is he's gotten hurt both times exactly. he's gotten into, on a playoff run, yeah. which I guess, I mean, it's I definitely scary. Yeah, I don't know if you can. There could be salt him. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. lucky. Circumstances too, exactly. for sure. For I mean sure. That, that that diving play the first year, man. He was just trying to. He yeah, trying that to score was kind of dirty by climbing. I'm not even lie. <laughs> it happened, man. It happened. It happens. All right, we are. Is it Reed? Yeah, Reed. I'm Reed. A, I'm gonna take. This might be surprising, but I'm gonna take Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. I think Good. that's a I think, great pick. I think argu arguably defensive line is just a like. You you see them a lot. I mean, they're second the quarterback. If you put pressure on the quarterback, you're gonna win a lot of football games. And Nick Bosa is 22. Yeah. He had nine sacks this year. If you put that in comparison, Khalil Mack had 8.5, eight and a half sacks. So he had more sacks than Nick Bosa, or more sacks than Khalil Mack. I think he's he's gonna be a beast. He's there's no doubt about it. He's my favorite human on earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a stud. He's uh, and he's only gonna get better, right? Yeah. Uh, did he have? I think I saw he had nine sacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nine sacks, forty-seven tackles. I mean, he that's man's a beast. Yeah. He's fast. I mean, I, there's a couple plays during the Super Bowl where he's running outside and you like see Nick Bosa just chasing him down. You don't see many defensive ends doing that in, in football. Like and so. His run stop ability is very underestimated too. He is, he is he is a force inside. Yeah, he's a beast. That's a good pick, Reed. All right, Cole. 
you have your last two picks. You only get three? Yeah, you've already taken a quarterback, so who are your other two <laughs> position players? Um, My first pick, I'm going to go with George Kittle. Oh, so wow. So two 49ers two back 49ers. at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was He was ranked the number one overall player number in one 2019 PPF Number one PPF. And the thing that makes him so good is he can block. His run blocking ability is amazing. Yeah. And I have Patty Mahomes, and I was thinking about Travis Kelsey, but Travis Kelsey's 30 years old, and yeah. Kittle's only 26. Wow. Kittle's career has just started. He can. He's an amazing bl- run blocker, and he can, everyone knows about his pass-catching ability. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think you get two players. and I mean, it's kind of a McCaffrey thing. You get two players in the form of one. Yeah. And then for my next pick, I think I am going to go with Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, I mean, he's the other Russell Wilson on the other side of the ball for the Seahawks. He, um... He's, I think he's about 31. Let me make sure. Yeah, he's 31. 29, actually. 29. Oh, that's wow. So, only 29. Great leader. I mean, when you look on our defense of last year, I mean, we had Clowney, but Clowney was injured half the time. And besides that, I mean, not a lot. I mean, I just think he's a superstar, and I think he's a great leader. So, those two. Bobby Wagner. So, Cole is the first team to have uh, all three players. He finishes with Patrick Mahomes, George Kittle, and Bobby Wagner. That is a pretty solid group. Cool. Good job. Thank you. Uh, Reed, your team so far is Russell Wilson and Nick Bosa. Who are you finishing with? I'm. I, this is going to be a shocker, and there's questions about his character. Not going to lie, but I'm going to stack up the edge, and I'm going to take Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. You know, he was actually pretty high up on my board. Not he, lie. Okay, Miles we look at the stat. He played 10 games this year. Obviously, big issue with that. The Mason Rudolph scandal. Everyone, yeah. everyone sees that. Scandal. I mean, I think he... Saw it live television. More of a molly than a scandal. <laughs> I, think, I think he could learn his lesson, but he had 10 sacks in 10 games. Yep. And 13.5 the year before. I mean, he's 24. This this man's going to be a beast. Mm-hmm. I think if I, you put Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa on the same on the same defensive line, you're going to cause problems for any team you face. You know? sure. And I think... If he learns his lesson from what he did, he could come out better, better guy and better player. You need a little nastiness on the defensive line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got that I mean, for sure. He's definitely he's got some nastiness. Six games so need a trade. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Reed, well done. We are now on to Brandon. Brandon, your last pick. I'm going to go with the nastiest man on the defensive side of the ball in all of the league. I'm going to go with Aaron Donald. Good pick. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, you guys, he is probably 5'11 and a half, but he is one of the fastest D-linemen you'll ever see, and he... He is he he takes up three blockers every time. If you want someone on defense that's going to help right away, it's Aaron Donald. Okay, he's going to take uh, blockers off the linebackers, and it just it frees up so many people on the defensive side. And I feel like it's a no-brainer for me. He's 28 years old, it's so a little bit old on the older side, but I feel like he's got a lot of years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he is a guy that's motivated, and he's got the he's got one of the best worth worth ethics in the NFL. And if you watch his stuff like about him, he is he is one heck of a guy for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. Don't normally condone this, but if you wanted to look up pictures of Aaron Donald shirtless, <laughs> you will You will see not be disappointed. <laughs> big that man. He's, he's, a, he's the Hulk. You will, he's I mean, ginormous. there was that video the other day about him like doing pass moves with knives. Like he's he's a superhuman. Yeah, yeah, like there's that. no other way to put it. He is a defensive superhero. He, he really is. Yeah, he could be cast as his next Hulk, not gonna lie. Alright. Eli, you have not taken a quarterback yet, neither have I. So the last two picks are quarterbacks. Eli, who is your quarterback? My quarterback is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Glad someone took him, for sure. Yeah, he's only well, he's only 22. But he, I mean, the Cardinals were not, not that good of a team, but, I mean, they didn't look that bad. And, I mean, their conference, like, it's a pretty tough conference, and I think he did great. Um, he at the end of the 2019 season, he was tied 10th for yards, like third or not tied. He was 10th for yards, tied 13th for touchdowns with 20, um, which is not overwhelming. But he's 22, and I think I think he's only going to get better. And um, I was thinking about some other quarterbacks, uh, but like Lamar. But he Lamar, I don't. Uh, I think he's mainly just running, and I. I personally don't like the, the just the run game from a quarterback. Yeah. I, I think for Kyler, I think he's one of the smartest young players in the NFL. For sure. And I feel like he's going to lead a team, and I feel like he is 
not going to put your team in a place to lose, and I, and I think that's a big part of the quarterback position. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's a little bit of a trend going on in the NFL where you have Patrick Mahomes winning MVP in his second year, you had Lamar Jackson winning the MVP in the second year, and yeah. now you have Kyler Murray, who is very similar to Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, going into his second year. Um, I'm just saying. Arizona's only going to get yeah. better, too. Kyler Murray might be on the up. And I see West again. Yeah. After calling it right now, after this year, get a little clip out from right now. <laughs> <laughs> Side note on, the, on Kyler Murray. He has a great voice. Like, if you ever listen to his, like, <laughs> interviews, his voice is, like, soothing. I, you know, I and I knew that. He's That's what I look for in a quarterback. He's, <laughs> he's good He's going to give you a good post-game <laughs> interview. He's going to give you a great He's a good dude. He really is. That's yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah I sure. didn't know about his voice. Hey, last big jack. All right. My last... Man, I... I honestly didn't think this guy was going to be available, but I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. Uh, he's 24 years old, which 24, that shocked me a little bit. He's, he's a young man. Uh, he's 24 and 13 as a starter in the NFL, which is really, really good. He's had 26 touchdowns the last, both the last two seasons. Uh, even just going back to watching him play in Clemson, he is just a winner. The man, yeah. he wins football games. Okay. He's going to give you all he's got. Um, he's just a stud. He's a stud. And... He's got a terrible offensive line in Houston. Just that whole situation in Houston, just with like Bill O'Brien, their coach, GM, it's horrible. And so I think him coming on my team, we got Quentin Nelson. Um, We're already off to a better start. I agree. I'm all for it. So I would. I'm just really excited. I. I mean, he. Yeah, I'm excited with the way. I. I, I'm gonna have Deshaun Watson on my team with with a good offensive line. So. Yeah, that's... Can I say something about Deshaun real quick? Yeah, go ahead. And, like, there were some questions on, like, his clutchness. Like, I mean, he obviously blew that 24-0 lead. But, like, arguably he won one of, like, the most, like, I don't know how to put it, most in the highest moment versus Alabama. What was that, 2017, 2018? Mm-hmm. That game, he played amazing under pressure, and they ended up winning that game. That yeah. was amazing. I think, I think the bottom line you can't teach is that Deshaun Watson's a winner. Yeah, yeah, and I think I agree. you can't teach quarterbacks that. And I think that I think that's going to drive him a, a, a pretty far away in this league. Yep. So we're <laughs> going to go over the, the key guys not drafted. Um, quarterbacks that I thought would be drafted: Dak Prescott. I was all on board on taking Dak Prescott. Um, it was really him and like Carson Wentz. Dak's never had a losing season as a quarterback. It's yep. another thing I think. Any almost had five thousand yard passing this year. I thought Dak was was going to be chosen. Um, Lamar Jackson also didn't get picked. Mm-hmm. I don't really think anyone in think this room is a big Lamar believer. I think the well, future, man, the future is the future is a question. I mean, and if he can keep it up, I mean, props to him, but it's scary. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that video, for my franchise, I would not want it. The video of him at like the Pro Bowl and he like missed every target. Like yeah. you're like, okay, I think this year once once teams sit in the off season, like sit in their rooms, whatever they call them, and like watch some film on him, like. In depth, I think they're, they'll find an answer for him. Honestly, I think. I, and yeah, I think they, yeah. the Titans should give him the blueprint to beat him. Exactly. And I think I think teams him. need to make him throw. Yeah, and what they say, it's a copycat league. Take mm-hmm. their chances. Um, Joe Burrow, I think, was kind of like he wasn't really in serious consideration for us, but like, I don't know, he's someone to definitely watch out for. Same with Tua, uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, Aaron Rodgers didn't get picked. He was the number one overall pick in the Bleacher Report one a couple years ago. Um, I also thought you could make an argument for Jimmy Garoppolo just being a Super Bowl, uh, making a Super Bowl appearance, I should say. And then the top non-quarterbacks drafted, Jamal Adams was in serious consideration. Yeah, for I was yeah. going to give him honorable mention because he, he is a leader of the defense, and I yeah. like he would have been a great addition. Yeah, he's only 24, too. Um, Saquon was a running back that I thought I might thought that be taken. Was I thought for sure someone would take him. Yeah. Um, TJ Watt came off of like one of the best seasons. 25 years old, too. Defensive lineman's ever had. Yeah, he's, he's 25. 25 years yeah, old. Yeah, he's a stud. Uh, Darius Leonard, another guy. He's 24. He led the NFL in tackles his rookie season. Impressive. He's a beast. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I guess you could make an argument for him, too, as a running back. And uh, Mink and Fitzpatrick, too. Um, I thought he could. Um, also, Stephon Gilmer. I yeah, mean, Stephon locked down defense player. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's is he? He's, he's twenty nine. Twenty nine. He played on the Bills for a while. People forget about yeah. that. He was on the Bills for a while. Uh, Another one is Tre'Davious White. He's, Tredavious he's, 20, yeah. he's twenty five years old. He's a sure. And I think I think if I had a fourth pick, mine definitely would have been Mark Andrews. And I feel like Mark the guy, Andrews. a guy like Carson Wentz, loves his tight ends. And I feel like Mark Andrews is a young tight end that's going to establish himself for a while. For sure. You would have gone with, um, Andrews over Kelsey. Just 
Yes. Kelsey's, okay. I think uh, Kelsey's 30 years old, so yeah, I feel like future element, I think yeah. I mm-hmm. probably would take a Mark Andrews. Yeah, that's an important thing to note, just kind of, again, as I, as I reiterate, this draft is, like, for the future. And so a lot of our picks, I think, had to do with the guys being young and looking at, like, all right, if you're building a franchise around this guy, like, you're not going to pick someone that's old. Like, that's mm-hmm. why Brady and Breeze, we're not going to take Brady and Breeze because they are – in their 40s. Like, yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to pick a guy in the first round that's going to play one, maybe two yeah. seasons. Not I one, see, not like, the... Two years. If, like, if this was, like, if we were doing, like, 20 rounds or so, if you, like, pick a quarterback that's, like, young, and as you could see, like, a team picking, like, a... I don't even know. They could pick, like, a two and then pick Brady. I could see that happen, mm-hmm. but, like... only problem is I don't know if Brady is going to accept, like, being on the bench. You wouldn't though. I feel like I think they could play him for a year. Yeah, I feel like you played Brady for that's a year and, like, and then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like yeah, that was, that's the only instance I see him. All right, we are going to take another short break. And we're going to come back with a little bit of bachelor talk. We're also going to talk a little bit uh, more about Boise. We kind of skipped over that part a little too fast, but yeah, we'll be right back and we're going to talk a little bit about the bachelor. All right, we are back. We are going to get into The Bachelor. Um, we all agree that real men watch The Bachelor. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if you hate on The Bachelor, you're just, it's a pride thing. So yeah, get over I agree. It. Seriously, get over it. Because The Bachelor is the greatest show on television, as far as I know. Oh, my favorite by far right now. Well, it's live, live, it's live television. television. Yes, greatest live, show that's yeah. on live that television right now. Um, so, little recap for, for people. Um, we had just finished the Hometowns episode. Should we set the spoilers just in case someone hasn't seen the latest yeah, episode? Yeah, so I'm this sure, is, yeah. If you watch The Bachelor and haven't seen the latest episode, that's weird. But, but this is going to be a spoiler. Wait to listen to the podcast. <laughs> there you go. We are, yes. So this is just after Hometowns. Um, there were four girls in Hometowns. We had Hannah Ann, Madison, Kelsey, Victoria F. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty sure it's Victoria, Victoria F. Yeah, Victoria F. Um, Hannah Ann's hometown date uh, we kind of got a taste her dad kind of went viral Rick I think his Ranger name is Rick. Ranger, Ranger Rick, Rick. <laughs> um, Madison Madison's a one on one date was one of the coolest or not one on one hometown date was like the coolest thing they went to the Auburn men's basketball her dad's an assistant coach um, they had a whole thing like on the Jumbotron set up. That was dope. You'd have a lot of guys hooked right there. That was yeah. Charles dope. Barkley was in it. I mean, yeah. Charles yeah, Barkley. There's a bunch of memes about her dad. And Peter didn't know okay. who Charles Barkley was, so. <laughs> yeah, seriously, he not. Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, he is bad at basketball. <laughs> yeah. Madison is really yeah, good at basketball. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's a baller. She's pretty good. Um, Kelsey's one-on-one. She's from Iowa, so that was kind of like, <laughs> hers was really boring. Just they like made her wine with their Yeah, feet. they like went, yeah, it's yeah, kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and then Victoria Ash's uh, hometown <laughs> was like one of the most interesting one on ones. Or, sorry, I keep saying one on ones. Yeah. Hometowns. Um, yeah, we sh- they went to a. I thought it was actually a cool idea the date, like going to a Hunter Hayes concert yeah. because of the whole like Chase Rice thing mm-hmm. earlier in the season. Trying and to get over it. Yeah. Hunter Hayes is awesome. Um, so that was that was cool. Uh, I thought Pete should have like went up to Andres and been like, "Hey, bro, like, did you do anything? Like, have you dated her?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be funny. But um, and then after that is when uh, it was actually a past girlfriend of Peter's yeah. Yeah. Uh, came up to her and said, "Hey, watch out! I know that girl. We have mutual friends. She's a home wrecker. She's a terrible uh, person." Well, she never said that. She just said like she she like breaks bro. apart relationships. Yeah. And yeah. I when I first heard that, I thought she meant like friends that she's had like. She splits them up, and then I read an article later that, like, yeah, she's a she's a homewrecker. Yeah, breaks up relationships. Can I say something? The "I Want Crazy" song by Hunter Hayes describes their relationship perfectly. It really does. Like, oh, yeah. I was, I, I yeah. thought it was very smart. Of Perfect them. song for them. They like, kind of alluded to it, I think, in the episode before that. They were like, Peter was like, "I love the craziness." The craziness. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, "These producers are brilliant. They really yeah. are. They like, gotta beat the smartest yeah. people ever. <laughs> My goodness. They're but also then, the most heartless people ever. For well, sure. That's true. But then after that, Peter and Victoria had a. If you haven't listened or, or watched this talk that they had, it was uh, Victoria just acts like a child. Um, they oh Peter didn't even end up meeting your family. They <laughs> they go on this big argument, and then uh, Peter goes back to his hotel room. Victoria comes and visits him, and basically just says, "I'm sorry." Nothing really even went from there, and so everyone's like, "All right, nothing's." So I'm looking at this article right now, and it's like about like who they're ranking, who's gonna win the win this episode, and it's like. 
Number four, H- Hannah Brown. It's, Victoria Half hasn't been listed. It was like 998, Chad Pruitt. Like, <laughs> more likely to work out than Victoria. It's like 999, Victoria. <laughs> I think as a bachelor like watcher, this is the first hometown where they haven't actually, he hasn't actually met the family. And yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Cause yeah. They, they kind of just it, they kind of just split right away. Yeah, it was honestly just toxic. They're it really was. End of the day, toxic yeah. relationship is what it is. I, I think Peter should have at least finished out the hometown, met the family, all that, and then ask her. That was yeah. I was not yeah. Like I, even yeah. even if she said like oh yeah I'm sorry even if they got over it and then went in and like he met her family and stuff it'd just be awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was thinking there. Like yeah. he should have just finished it out and then because they after they meet after he meets the family and stuff they like. You know, they'll go to the porch and just talk whatever. He was ready to fight right away. And he knew it was coming. That's not the first time this has yeah, happened. He, you he know? Like she, she just gets very, puts yeah. the walls up and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she's like, I'll never run away or never yeah. walk away. And she's done it twice now. And <laughs> if it went, like, perfectly. She had, like, a total adult. She was like, no, that's not true. I don't know what she's talking about. Or if it was true, and she was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm what would have the home? What would have the hometown date been like? like right. How awkward would that right. have been? I was so confused. Seriously. I think he wanted to like not have like a tainted view on on like he wanted to be like real. I feel like not fake during the date. I feel like I mean I kind of respect that. You wanted yeah. to get it out of the way, I guess. That's true. I guess he he probably didn't like. I don't think he saw this coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I think, think. I think he's did. yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't yeah, think I saw her like. I don't think he saw her acting like a child like at all. And if Victoria doesn't know, someone should tell her that. She's probably adopted because if you guys saw her family, <laughs> <laughs> they looked nothing like they her. They looked so nothing they like her. That was, yeah. It is interesting. Very, this, her whole dynamic is people and She just got kind of fair. I don't know if it's just tan or slightly darker skin and then black hair. Like, it looked nothing like her family. Yeah. It is interesting. They could have hired him because they didn't even go up. She didn't even like, go up. <laughs> he never went up. Her actual family just probably didn't even want to bother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, nah, we, like, we know she's not even going to meet us. He's not even going to make it to the door. Yeah, so then after... The whole hometown of Victoria, they went to the rose ceremony. Um, it was kind of a cool setup, like an airplane hangar. Um, yeah, I thought it was very cool. Peter, very like, cool. did he fly in? Did he fly in? No, he drove in. Oh, he did. He yeah. drove okay. in. But they just had planes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, then he gave the first rose to Madison, second rose to Hannah Ann. Maybe that's vice versa. I don't remember. But anyways, those two were the yeah. clear. And then the dramatic third rose gave he gave to Victoria. That... Yeah. It's it, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought a lot of controversy. Like, this is such a Peter thing to do. Yeah, it really is. Like he's like, I'm just gonna choose it again. <sighs> just yeah. Okay. I wonder the, what the the family friendly version of this. The I think we all think the reason he chose Victoria is because he wants to sleep with her. I think that's that's uh, what I, we. I, well, I, what I, other I, reason I, is that? Fantasy suits are next week. Like Hannah, <laughs> Hannah, Ann, and Madison are both. They're just in a whole different league Clear than Kelsey and from Victoria. The from and the so beginning. he's probably yeah. thinking, okay, out of Victoria and Kelsey, he's like, I'll send one of, them, one of them home now, but whoever stays is probably going to be the next one to go home anyway. Mm-hmm. And so he's That's probably true. thinking, like, all right, which one do I want to take to the, the fantasy suite? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, for and chose Victoria. It's interesting. Will, yeah. he, will she even make it there? And I think that's, that's true. That's the other point is will she even make it there because the, she could blow up again and he finally just said, you know what, it's not worth it. And yeah. can I add one thing? Madison, I think, even with Hannah Ann, is so oh, far ahead. Oh, she's light yeah. years ahead. I, like, I feel like she has been. And right. I don't feel like Hannah Ann, they have such a, like, at first I was like, they kind of go, but now they have a they have a weird dynamic. I once, like. once Hannah Ann stole champagne, she's yeah. kind of the dog. One, after Champagne Gate, yeah. it kind of just was like. <laughs> champagne Gate. No, Madison, I think, since the very beginning, has been light years ahead. Since at least yeah. we, the first date they had yeah like mm-hmm. you just see i mean first of all that first date that he took her to meet his entire family yeah um that wow. that's not something you do on a normal first date and then just every episode you you watched throughout the season you could see pete's like pete's face oh yeah which is he just he like lit up his shoulders sunk back a little bit and you could see him just like fall back in his chair and be like oh, oh yeah. like i'm just at peace i'm happy when i'm with madison mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think everyone's kind of known this whole season. It's like, it's Madison. Like, it has to be Madison. The only way she is she leaves. That's yeah, it. You want to tell them about I, that? I, and I think, yeah, that's what I say. I think typical Bachelor way, it's never going to be easy, right? And so at the end, Madison says, I need to tell you something. And she, her, and she's like deep in faith. And she says, I've been saving myself for marriage. And then she asked him, and it says in the preview, she asked him, I hope you don't sleep with anybody else because, like, I want to have that connection between us. And, like, I want you not to be able to do that, like, while we're together. And it, it's going to throw a wrench in things. And mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Peter's going to have his thoughts about it. And I feel like we have a lot of drama ahead of us. And, and I yeah. think 
I think it would be really dumb if it ends on he sleeps with Victoria and then Madison leaves because obviously Madison's exactly. Madison's fit for him. Like they're obviously gonna be a way better couple than him and Victoria, and that that would just be like pitiful or like recap of the season of how Pete is deciding that things right now. But I also okay, I, in my opinion, I think Madison is too good for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that down too. I think Madison is like, like if she. She has standards for herself and for the guy that she wants to marry. Like she shouldn't settle for Pete just because Pete's the bachelor. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I I get that this is like a TV show and stuff, and like she did sign up for it, yes, but I don't know. In my opinion, like, if like I was saying, if she sets standards for herself and Pete doesn't meet the meet those, yeah. he should she shouldn't have to settle for him because yeah. she is. A catch. She's the perfect woman to bring home. <laughs> For really sure. She's yeah. the perfect and woman. And I feel like Peter seems like a nice guy. Like I think he's genuine in his niceness, but I don't think there's a lot of brain cells. He's up made there. some dumb decisions. <laughs> like really I feel like <laughs> him and the, the decisions he makes, like I get it, like I get it. He's not with all the drama and stuff. But the last two conversations him and Victoria F have had. Yeah. Like me myself. I would have been, okay, you're done. Like, the first 100%. one, yeah. just always I, in a mood the entire time. Like, I completely oh, agree. Man. I couldn't do it. I, yeah. I, he's so, like, unsure. Like, he really is. He'll, he'll, like, he'll, like, leave Victoria, and he's just like, I just, I just don't so know. Yeah. Like, if I walked on the plane, he's my pilot, I'm like, I'm, I don't feel safe on this plane. Like, it's kind of windy. I, should I land it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah, I think fantasy suites aside, I think any man in America would have would have sent her home. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think. Yeah, and I find this sure. very interesting because what's on his mind, and we'll see. Like, if it's worth it to him to sleep with her, then we will see how it goes. Yeah, or if that even happens, like exactly. Watch him propose to her. Watch him think. <laughs> that like, would be I've crazy. So, I've heard a thing that like he's been so disconnected that he's like. Oh, normal couples fight. Normal couples. <laughs> this isn't what normal couples do. That's like, why Kelly went home, because she's yeah. too dang normal. I know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I had this funny thought. What if Victoria was the next Bachelorette? There's no way. No, I know, but I can you With imagine, all the scandals like, around her, I just... Yeah, no, yeah, not with the whole... She's not, just not, not a good look. DUI last like, week? <laughs> it's crazy. She's not a good look. Yeah, no. with, okay, without that, but like just with her like really whiny attitude... Like, it wouldn't end. Like, oh, she, there'd be one guy, and oh, then he would man. probably, he'd just ditch her. Like, it would be, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funny, but it'd be bad. Oh, the yeah. White Lives Matter shoot, it's oh, crazy. Oh, she's, yeah. so she's, much a, stuff. she's just a walking scandal. There's, the there, they, there's they, a lot of baggage. The the cos, Cosmopolitan. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're not printing that cover. Yeah, from that episode. What yeah. she, yeah, her. Um, do we want to give our predictions for who we think is going to win and yeah. who we think is going to be the next Bachelorette? Yeah, let's okay, yeah. So let's just go. Who's gonna win? Um, I think. Um, yeah, Reed, go ahead. So, I don't. I see. Or, sorry, not who's gonna win necessarily. What we think is gonna happen. What's gonna oh, what's gonna happen? So good. I not just like how how the season's gonna end. So I think what happens is I think he. I really, I think he sleeps with one Victoria or Hannah Ann, and I because like obviously we've seen some of the previews and it looks like something's going on there, and I think. I think he sleeps with one, sleeps with one of them, and then Madison obviously leaves, mm-hmm. and I think he tries to go get her, cause like we obviously see his mom talking to her, and his mom's knows uh, Madison from, from that the first, first day. For the first one on one, which is crazy, cause mm-hmm. you don't just take any girl. Yeah. The first one-on-one. So we know that she's the, she. That's the only like contestant she knows. So I think obviously it's her leaving the show, and I think he tries to go get her, and I. I, I, I can see her saying, like, selling for him, but I don't think that's that's what I, I wouldn't do that if I was her. Yeah. And I, I think the mom scene is a huge, huge element to it. And I feel like like I feel like a lot of people are going to have that same prediction as Reed, mm-hmm. and I feel like people are going to think, like, she's going to come back and the mom's going to cry. So I'm going to go a little bit off the paper here. <laughs> I think that he's going to get through it and Madison's going to leave and it's going to come down to Victoria, Hannah Ann, and I feel like he's just not going to be able to do it. And I think that Hannah Brown, is gonna come oh, back. I, I think Hannah Brown's gonna come back, and the mom's gonna say, "Bring her back to us." Because yes. the mom has met her too, and I feel oh, like I feel too. like since the beginning we saw that one little snippet of the, her crying. I feel like I don't know. There's always been something there, and I feel like we all know about the windmill four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, like I feel like there's just something there, and I feel like it's yeah. meant to be. So I'm gonna go a little bit off the paper, and I think that Hannah Brown is gonna make her make exactly her way back into his heart. Thinking. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mine's a little more towards Reed. I think that Madison's gonna find out about like Peter doing stuff in the fantasy suites but I think we're not going to get an ending to this season I think Madison's gonna leave I think 
Peter is going to, I, but I really don't think Pete, Madison's going to tell Peter. I think Peter is going to be planning on proposing to her. That's when Chris Harrison comes out and says, hey, I got to tell you something. Madison just left. She, like, you, you guys just talked and, and she has left. And I think we're going we're gonna to get Peter trying to, like, figure everything out. And then I think the show's going to end. And we're going to have to wait another week after the finale until we get, like, the women tell all and, the, like, the live finale. And we're going to get Chris Harrison on the couch with Pete and with Madison right next to each other. And they're going to either be like, yep, we've been talking since the show's over and we are now mm-hmm. engaged or we're now dating. Or, nope, Madison's decided that she's going to move on. I think we're going to find out in, like, the finale. Honestly, to like add on to that, that would be perfect for TV ratings. Like, oh, yeah. you, if, if you watch the ending, you're like, my week's booked for now. Like, yeah. I'm watching that on yeah. Monday. Like, yeah. everyone's like, tuning yeah. into that. And I feel like that little preview of, of Chris Harrison telling him and then everybody's freaking out and he's laying on the bed, like, stressed out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is going to be the highlight of this whole season. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's got we're the, all waiting till that moment. It's got the Colton jump in the fence mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. Eli? I... You know, I, I personally think what Jack said, I think that's going to happen. I, I, that makes most sense. But I've heard these theories, and I don't think there's a whole lot of substance behind them. But some people say that, like, he ends up, like, falling for, like, one of the producers or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, that. That was interesting. interesting. I don't think yeah. there's a lot of ground to that. But I think that would be so crazy if he ended up with a woman that we didn't know her name until he, like, <laughs> yeah. picked her. That'd be crazy. You That'd be know, crazy. like, I, yeah, I, th- I think the, the, what, what Jack said just before, I think that... That's one I kind of believe, but I would almost want to see him, like, go up to the producer. Yeah, that'd be a first ever. I, and if yeah. I was one of those final, you know, if I was, like, Hannah or Madison or Victoria, I'd be pissed. Well, you know, like, typical Bachelor, they're always, like, yeah. first time ever in Bachelor yeah. history or I Bachelor mean, history. I mean, yeah. this would be a first time ever. And yeah, Harris that would be, what they want. That would be a twist. Harris has said this year is unspoilable. Yeah. So, like, I mean. It's crazy. We just yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it. Then you yeah. have the Venmo thing. Yeah. You have so many, like, different leagues yeah. out there. Um, and honestly, the show's been around for so long. They got to switch it up. Oh, yeah. They do? Like this, mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be, that'd be a crazy. That would be a shocker. Well, this, is what we all, yeah. this is what we all watch for. It's yeah, a freaking yeah, finale. Yeah. And this is, it's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. It really yeah. is. The only thing, though, is, like, if that whole thing with the one of the producers or whatever, um, like, I don't, that one scene where he's, like, on the bed or whatever after Chris Harrison says like something happened or whatever like after I don't know how that would fit in with that theory necessarily I also haven't delved into this theory too much but but yeah or I'm looking for twists I'm looking for something to like you know shake, shake yeah. it up yeah. you know shake it up and that would two. certainly shake it up there's gonna be at least two giant twists that we have no idea <laughs> oh yeah that's yeah, like, it, it might can't be, be predictable I also want it to be something that we haven't said and haven't even thought about like if there's something else that we just didn't even consider that would be mind blowing and I feel like the craziest element to that thing, if that's true, the producer is, is like, have they been flirting or like, have they had yeah. interactions this whole time yeah, yeah. and we don't know about it? Like, think yeah. about the other girls that are actually involved in these relationships and, and Peter's been having these interactions with this producer sort mm-hmm. of thing, you know? And like, we saw a little bit of the producer action with the Colton season. And like, they were, mm-hmm. they, they were like consoling him and like making sure he's okay. And like, they're there, they're involved right. and like, they're yeah. all very close. So that be, that probably, I mean, yeah, there's a lot more that we don't see. Yeah, I think he that's probably crazy. spends more time with them than he does with any of the girls. Yeah, because yeah. 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 if they're behind the camera in every scene, mm-hmm. they're there with all the dates when he's like on their own, even mm-hmm. off camera. They're there. Like, he spends way more time with with these producers. Yeah, yeah and we look at how many, the dates, how much time does it add up to? Not that much. No. And he's, he's yeah. off the whole, like, for weeks at a time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One thing I will say about that theory is I think the producers themselves are so smart that they would have added in a little bit of him talking to her or a little bit of him, like, well, ending it. I think they would have just... I think they would have kept it in our minds a little bit. There was, why, though? There yeah, was why? There was one If the there producers was just talking, like, it's... It's a little weird. There it's was a an weird episode. Concept. There was an episode. I can't remember. I think he was on like a solo date, and then the girl like left or whatever, and then or I don't know what exactly happened. It was I'm like with Hannah Brown, wasn't it? Am was I it like in the beginning? Oh no no, it was um when Alea left. Yeah, they showed a little bit of the yeah, movie. Like so. that's yeah, because right. right. he was like he was like venting to her or whatever, and um, yeah 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 yeah. And so yeah, that's that's totally whenever I hear people talking about the producer, I think about that. Like I feel like anytime because I mean he's a pretty dramatic. I feel like he's all over the place, so he's probably vents a lot and. If he's if he's always just venting to that that producer chick, mm-hmm. like they talk a lot. Do yeah. we even know what producer it is? Because there's multiple that we've seen. There, too. I saw like this thing. It was like on New Year's. There's a picture yeah. of like her and like he's in the back. And then I saw this other thing. It was like 
their it was families. his family, yeah. and she's like, he's arms yeah, I've around seen her. That picture too. Like, that's I don't know if that, that could be photoshopped, obviously. It could, it could. But and like, it could be like their friends too, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But so that'd be insane. It man. will be. I, I am very excited for the end of the season. One thing I'm pretty certain about: I think Hannah Brown is in the finale. Just some, even if like cool. I feel like she's gonna be. Even there. if like really it's do. like not, she's not being picked. I feel like she's like I still love you, or like she's in the end. Like I'm so happy for you. I like I hope I find my Madison. Think about her, man. She made so many mistakes. Think about her season. Yeah, you had Tyler C, who was one of the most sought after <laughs> guys right now, and like, like, dang, like you missed on him and Peter, and you took Jed. So, <laughs> all right, um, just quick, everyone, go around one word. Your bachelorette for next season. I'm gonna start Hannah Ann. I have Hannah Ann as well. I, I could see Hannah Ann and <sighs> yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go Hannah Ann. Go Hannah Ann. Kelly, Kelly's the most Kelly. mature. Okay. That's an honorable Kelly's mention. I think I think Kelly as well. Hannah Ann. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Be a bad I, wagon, I think Sydney heard, would be a good one, too. Sydney. I've heard a Sydney, lot yeah. of people want Hannah Brown again. I've heard that, too. That's no, interesting. That'd be she interesting. missed that. Uh, <laughs> no, she no, no I totally showed She totally. messed up once. But I, 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 I've heard that, too, and I think that'd be that cool. That would be, yeah, be cool, though. Really. Um, all right. I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Thank I, you for having I, us on. I really yeah, enjoy it. Just, just talking with you guys because it really doesn't feel like we're doing a podcast. It really mm-hmm. just feels like we're, we're, we're hanging out and having fun. Um, a lot of good dudes around here. Yeah, for sure. We've, we've got, we've got a good show planned next week. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about college basketball next week, just with the NCAA tournament coming up. Um, I think we're gonna have on Brock Olson, um, just to talk a little bit about Bucky. Gonzaga, Gonzaga basketball, and. Uh, just kind of yeah everything that goes around there but um yeah guys again thanks for being on this was a lot of fun hopefully we can uh hopefully we can all do this again soon i don't know next time we're all gonna be together but yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so all right um be sure you guys tune in next week thanks guys